Oh, my friends, you're in for a treat with Helen and Heather. These girls co-host a podcast of their own called the Mum Life Community that you can get on Access More. On their particular podcast, they actually host a community of moms where together they discuss things that are very um, hot topics in our homes and also for ways that we can apply biblical truth in our homes as mothers. In this episode, you're going to hear the significance of being still so that we can know that He is God. You're going to learn how God actually knows how to maintain a healthy and a vibrant relationship with us, even when we are moms and our lives are so busy, we can't possibly even think of having five minutes for a quiet time, much less 20 We're going to talk a bit about some practical tips in how to teach your children to pray and how your children, just by being who they are, will teach you how to pray. So sit back and enjoy this episode of our Prayer Clinic podcast with Helen Smallbone and Heather Houlet of the Mum Life community. Hello, my praying people. You are listening to the Prayer Clinic Podcast, and I'm Leanne McCoy, your host. On this podcast, we're going to unpack the mystery of prayer. Along the way, your faith will be strengthened, and your relationship with Christ will be taken to new levels. Prayer is the most powerful tool we have as believers, but far too few of us know where to even begin in exercising and using this powerful tool. Let's take this journey together and experience what happens when we pray. Well, hello, my praying people. I'm so glad to have you tuning in with us today. We have been in this series of um, podcast episodes talking with various people who are impacting really um, our prayer lives and our lives in general as moms as our children have gone back to school. And as I started thinking about this back to school series, I thought of my friend Heather Houlet and Helen Smallbone, who I have been in touch with because I've been a part of their amazing ministry called the Mum Life Community. And so today it's my privilege to have Heather and Helen with us. Thank you. I'm excited for them to get to share with you and you all to get to hear their hearts. So let me first tell you about each of them and then um, we'll jump into this conversation and get to know each other right away. First of all, um, Heather and Helen both are co-founders of the Mum Life Community and I'm going to read exactly what this community is, why it exists. The Mum Life Community exists to love, encourage, equip, and disciple mothers of children of all ages by infiltrating homes with Bible-based principles and life-giving community. Mm-hmm. Now, if that doesn't get you excited, it's a good statement. I love it. And um, Heather and Helen both have founded the Mum Life Community together. Heather's the wife of Stephen, mother of four. She and Stephen, too, right, serve on staff at, yep. at their church remind me the name. Graceland Church, Franklin. Graceland Church right here in Franklin, Tennessee as the recovery minister. And Heather also is the church administrator. 
um, busy life yes. for children, <laughs> busy church, busy yes. and mom life yes. going on as well. Helen also is co-founder of the Mum Life Community. She is wife of David, mother of seven adult children <laughs> and 13 grandchildren. Amen. Amen. <laughs> your, your quiver is overflowing, <laughs> it sounds like. So I want to welcome both of y'all. Thank you so Thank much you. for joining us. Thank and you. I want y'all to just tell us a little bit about Mum Life. Um, what, why you're so passionate about this particular ministry. And I know that'll overflow into your thoughts about motherhood and mothers and what we need today. So y'all just jump in there. Well, you know, one of the things about Mom Life that um, we're so passionate about is right in our name, Mom Life Community. And it's building that community um, to truly love and encourage moms. You know, we have found that moms get lonely. Mm -hmm. Moms lack family that's close to them mm -hmm. or um, even aligned with the same beliefs as them. Mm -hmm. And they're craving community more than anything else. Yeah. And so we're really passionate about that and just being able to come alongside moms of all ages and, and even our mentors, our mentors, because it is a ministry based off Titus 2. Mm -hmm. And even our mentors in the ministry say, um, they wish they had something like this when they were in the throes of life. Yes. But at the same time, what friendships for them that have come out of just the mentor team. Yeah. How they need each other in this season of life for them. Mm -hmm. So just being able to build that community and come alongside moms to be there. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, countless testimonies we could share about women who have gone through struggles and said, you know, if it weren't for the mentors and the women that came around side me, I probably would have been in my neighbor's driveway, you know, drinking a bottle of wine and yeah. having them commiserate with me. But instead I had life-giving women that were praying with me and it changed the trajectory mm. of my life. That so, is so good. Yeah. And what I really value about it, obviously with having 13 grandchildren, I'm the mentor mm -hmm. um, and Heather uh, roped me into this, <laughs> to, you know, sort of evolving ministry mm -hmm. so, uh, mm -hmm. of, of mother's groups about 10 years ago. And, um, it's been such a privilege because um, as a more senior mum, you're now on the other side. You mm -hmm. actually have been through the hard years and you're on the other side and you can encourage younger mums um, not only with wisdom that God has taught you mm -hmm. on the journey because we're always learning, mm -hmm. um, but you can also share some of your mistakes. And the mm -hmm. thing that I love about Mum Life Community is we know we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. Every day we're not perfect, but we can learn and we can access the wisdom of God and live out um, his principles in the home. Yeah. And really as a mentor, what I love, I'm passionate about motherhood. I wouldn't have had seven kids, I suppose, if I wasn't <laughs> passionate about motherhood. Right. Um, and, I, and it is probably the primary task or not task that's not the word but ministry of my life is to mm -hmm. knowing how to mother and how to nurture mm -hmm. um and uh it now for me being brought into a mentoring role i can share both the things that god's taught me the things that i've seen actively work mm -hmm. and share my mistakes the things that i might do again mm -hmm. and that just it encourages mums because sometimes when you're in a marathon, and I look at motherhood as a marathon, mm -hmm. it's not a sprint. You're in there for the long mm -hmm. haul, right. the long haul. <laughs> right. <laughs> and at times and seasons, you do get tired. You do wonder if you're doing the right thing. 
And so now for me being on the other side, I can encourage the younger mother to keep on keeping on. And I love that. I love that. So I love the mentoring structure of Mum Life. So Mum Life um, gathers in a local mm-hmm place, yep. whether it's a church or a community center yep. or whatever. And it's um, structured so that the women have a mentor mom for what, four or five, eight women? Anywhere from about eight, around eight to Eight ten. or so. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so everybody, I love this because it's really mothers of children of all ages. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a mother who's been there, done that. Yep. I love this on so many levels. One, yeah. as a younger mother, it's great to have that wisdom. Mm-hmm. But as a senior mom, that's what you were mm-hmm. saying. It's great to have somewhere to put what you have learned because we don't right. get a do over. And sometimes our kids don't like us to be advising them. Right. <laughs> you know, a, a, a non-child uh, will accept some sort of level of advice better than our own kids. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's a way the yeah to, be to actually to be able to do it. Actually, yeah. I was say I was commiserating that very thing with another mother recently I was like why does God give us all this wisdom if our children are not going to listen anyway well girls he gave it to you to join a mom life community (laughs) it's really cool because you know you can have up to 100 women plus that are meeting together but you have your group of 8 to 10 with your mentor so you're you have this community of women and friends that far reach far beyond that but yet you still have your small you don't feel like you're walking into something huge because you're mm-hmm. actually, it's like small within the huge, you're right. seeing, you're known by somebody and that just expands as time goes on. And, and they meet on a weekly basis mm-hmm. for a school semester. Mm-hmm. So by that time, you're actually establishing uh, pretty good relationships. Yeah. And mm-hmm. really the premise is to be real and vulnerable. Yeah, I mean, we're right. not there to put on masks and uh, fronts. Mm, we're there to be as vulnerable and honest as we can right. with those other mums. I and love that. Yeah. And it really does yeah. contribute a lot. I yeah, think. we Very. always say that on the first day usually, you know, whether mm. you believe in breastfeeding, you know, formula mm-hmm. feeding, you know, cloth diapers, whatever, yeah. store-bought diapers, it, it doesn't matter. You mm-hmm. know, all of that stays outside these doors. We come together as mothers because mm-hmm. we're all on this journey to like love our children fiercely and do the mm. best that we can with what we have and to learn and grow. And so it really is something that unites women. And it's a beautiful thing that can happen when you, when you know there's women from all different you know, right. walks of life and upbringings and to see them just come together as mothers is really special. I love that. Yeah. And you're really combating something that I think is an issue in our world today, and that is loneliness. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm so. sure y'all have done some study too, but when I was looking into this, just thinking about mothers and being lonely and separated and isolated, I was uh, reading a few things online that talked about how even the rise of social media has not increased the rise of intimate relationship Mm -hmm. or even healthy relationship. It's done just the The opposite. opposite, (laughs) And um, one of the things that I want to read y'all a quote that I read from a mental health uh, website, actually it's called (laughs) mamadoctors.com. Many people now struggle with an undercurrent of emptiness, unhappiness, and loneliness, which, if sustained, can lead to mental health issues like depression and anxiety. It's an especially common feeling for mothers and one of the biggest challenges that they face with a new baby. 
And um, they went on to say that an increasing number of people don't have a confidant or a solid support system to rely on, which contributes to a deepened sense of isolation. Well, I didn't realize until just recently doing um, some research on mental health and mums that actually they say that 5% of new mums can suffer from some form in terms of severity of postnatal depression, uh, of most yeah. postnatal well, and, and the other thing yeah. I didn't realise, we say depression, but it's not always actually depression. Mm -hmm. It can be postnatal depression or anxiety. Yes. And I didn't realise mm. that they were recognising both of them. And, right. Uh, so there are, it is, when you put the hormonal changes, et cetera, mm -hmm. and adding to uh, the loneliness and the newness mm -hmm. of it, the responsibility of having that new babe in your mm. arms, mm -hmm. sometimes just that and having the wisdom to know, uh, sometimes under deprived sleep, sometimes with illnesses, sometimes mm -hmm. just, just the wisdom to know what to do, how to do, am I doing mm -hmm. okay, yeah. each day can be just mm -hmm. overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So resources to help that. And this and community to be able to help that is just so vital. Yeah. Well, and that's why I love community. And Heather, a minute ago, you really were describing what makes community work. And that is like a, a no judgment zone, mm -hmm. a place yeah. where we're not here to judge or to criticize or to be critics. So it mm -hmm. sounds like what y'all are doing with the Mum Life community is creating an atmosphere mm -hmm. that makes it easier for women to come in and be vulnerable mm -hmm. so that real relationship can happen. Yeah. And now yeah. we're sort of ventured as well as having the local groups we're venturing now into podcast world and so virtual mm -hmm. world and that enables um so we actually mimic a mum life meeting um on on a podcast uh provided to us by access more and uh we're actually mimicking what happens in a local mum life group mm -hmm. in that the fact there's a mentor me and then about eight young mums and okay. we have a teaching time and then we have discussion time. And I think even though it's virtual, it still allows the mum who's listening to know that they're not that much different. That, right. you know, there's a lot of mums who are thinking that. like them yeah. and it gives them tools that they can take into their own homes and encouragement. Mm. So even though it's virtual, it's, I mean, there's minimal, I mean, it's not the same as being with sure. friends. Yeah. Right. It, it still can offer some encouragement yeah, to the mum who's yeah. at home. Right. Yeah. And I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I mean, we've had, you know, listeners in Sri Lanka reaching out that are uh, in the missions field, you wow. know, and to be able to hear that yeah. and know, like, a, just feel a connection to another mom mm. that is, is mm -hmm. it's just life giving to someone mm -hmm. who feels lonely in those in those times and so distant from their family. I too. love that. Yeah. I love that. So your podcast, people can find that. Our listeners can find mm -hmm. your podcast. It's Mum Life Community mm -hmm. Podcast. Yeah. yeah. So they can search that and yeah. find and it. It's on all good. the podcasts. It's really anywhere you podcast. Okay. It's put on by yeah. Access More. Um. And okay. It's but it's wherever you podcast. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I love that. I think that's such a beautiful. Um way of doing your podcast because they're not just coming in to listen like we're doing more of a traditional we're interviewing we're talking but they're like coming into a group they're almost, coming into a group know? they're yeah. actually joining and that's what we yeah. we're very conscious uh -huh. of you're actually joining one person's that. joining our group and mm -hmm. we're sharing together and yeah. uh in and and we do the girls are brave girls they yeah. they know that this is not 
Because when, when we're in our local mum life group, we say what says what's said in the group stays in the group. Right. <laughs> when, you're, when you're in that podcast, um, what's said in that group is definitely it's not going right. anywhere. It's not going anywhere. So they're brave girls. Yeah. That is. And to that's be actually so good. sharing their stories yeah. and sharing yeah. their vulnerabilities yeah. on an yeah. unknown right. width level. Right. I love With it. a heart to know that it's helping someone else. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's move toward um, my primary passion, of course, mm-hmm. is prayer. Yep. And as we're talking about this, it lends me to begin to think about the correlation between what you're building in community and group and how our prayer lives can can be. So let's um, let's talk about that a little bit, about um, the prayer lives that we can develop and have as ma- as mums. <laughs> I want to say moms, like my old Southern accent, not your Australian accent, but the... As moms and um, how prayer can impact our lives as mothers. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about prayer. Um, what does prayer look like for moms? Well, there's been a, I've realized uh, not that long ago a very significant statement that when you look at God's dealing with women in the Bible, um, when the men when the men meet with God, Moses has to go up to the mountain. You know, Abraham goes up to the mountain. But when God meets with women, he actually meets them where they are. Oh, that is beautiful. And it is a beautiful concept. Yes. He knows our lives. They do not have to leave their life mm-hmm. or I don't have to leave my life in what I'm doing mm-hmm. in order to meet with God. Mm-hmm. He knows the pressures. He knows the work. He knows the role that we're wearing so many hats and he meets us where we are. Mm, and that changed for me a concept of who God is in his understanding of the role of women mm. and mums just so mm. immensely. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love yeah. that. So, Because so often, you know, we hear being in these communities of moms of, you know, I don't want it to be excused, but I don't have time. And, you know, every time I start to pray, I get interrupted, you yeah. know, and I set my alarm to get up earlier. And then as soon as I wake up, you hear footsteps down the hallway. Right. Or there's always something, right, that, that the enemy's trying to de- uh-huh. deter us from meeting mm-hmm. with the Lord, right? And it's just in, in those everyday moments that he's there with us and that we can do it. And sometimes that prayer might be falling asleep at night yeah. praying, but who better to fall asleep with right. than talking to <laughs> the one who created you and loves you right. more than anyone, you know, mm-hmm. like not to feel judgment, not to feel bad if you're feeling like I'm not doing enough, mm-hmm. you know, but that communion with the Lord is the most important thing that you can do for your children, for your family. Mm-hmm. And to be able to find that in the little, you know, just little pockets of the right. day that you have. It doesn't have to be this. I'm going to sit down with my Bible and have my mm-hmm. prayer time. You know, mm-hmm. it can be just open communication all day long. Yeah. You know, it's that pray without ceasing yes. just as you're breathing in and out throughout yes. the day. Yeah. I remember when my daughter Kaylee was uh, little and she was a morning, one of these morning children. As soon as she heard the first person out of their room, that mm-hmm. was her signal to get up. And I remember like tiptoeing to <laughs> try to have my cup of coffee and my quiet time before she got up and being so frustrated when she got there. Well, what good, you know, like mm-hmm. what good 
witnesses that to your child. I'm having my quiet time. Leave me alone. Right. But, um, and I love that. And I remember thinking that a lot as a mother of young children, especially, Mm -hmm. and then having to transition. I don't know how y'all were when your children are teenagers, but oftentimes their clock is totally the opposite Mm -hmm. and they're ready to talk and interact with you Mm -hmm. and maybe even share things they've not shared through the day late at night. And just my prayer would be, dear God, help me keep Mm -hmm. my eyes open so that I can be attentive to that. And so I love, I love, I love that. And I love that God comes to where women are. He's aware. Mm -hmm. And you know, the, the enemy is the accuser Mm -hmm. and that I believe that women, as well as loneliness, they suffer much from this sense of I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. It's and these words of accusation often. Yeah. And um that is not of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and not of God either. I've had a daughter in law who when she first became a mum and she's now got four kids, um, she would um sort of Google everything, you know, like uh-huh. whatever. <laughs> And she wanted to do the right thing. Her heart was in the right place, wanting to be the best, to do the best. And she would Google everything and realize that person over here, A, contradicted person over B. And mm. she was like, I have no idea mm. what what is what I'm meant right. to be doing. And she, in a very short space of time, just realized I'm going to throw it all out. because oh, I mean, I'm not going to Google good. anymore. Right. I, God has given me mm-hmm. my own way. He's, mm-hmm. he's given me these children to raise and to mentor and to, to care for mm-hmm. and nurture, mm-hmm. and I'm going to rely on him to teach me what they need That's to know. so good. And I think that was just such wisdom for mm-hmm. a young mum mm-hmm. to realize Okay, there's these resources out there, but sometimes they depress me and accuse right. me and everything else. Right. And I'm just, just a human man's opinion. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Right. I've always been like that, you know. I and it's I don't know. It could probably work for me and against me, but you know, people would ask me, "What's your favorite book on raising children?" And I'm like, "I've never read a book on raising children. Mm. Like, I just." haven't you know mm-hmm. there's so many you mm-hmm. know books out there but to, but knowing if you know who the author is you trust them their opinion mm-hmm. that's one thing you know but mm-hmm. you just read a random book on raising children and you're like you don't know who the author you don't know what they're yeah. where they stand and yes. you know it could it could steer us apart from the another. fact that i reckon a lot of people who write books want to know where they what eight how many kids they have right how right. what ages are their kids yes and who are their kids yes actually because if i'm going to want to follow somebody right. i'm right. going to want to know that right. those practices actually worked yeah like, right, right, know, right right because right. <laughs> of course i found great solace in thinking about god being the ultimate father and his yes. first children were adam and eve mm-hmm. and they turned out to be a great big disaster and so i find a little comfort in that right. as well too but I totally get that. In fact, <laughs> Dr. James Dobson was big in, you know, family ministry mm-hmm. and all of this. And we just were, he was almost like, and Dr. Spock, like these yeah. were the books that yeah, the uh-huh. parents read. And, yeah. and we had his son come to our church and lead a parenting conference thinking we were going to get a little Dr. James Dobson. In our <laughs> no, <you didn't>. no <laughs> he is a world different. He has a vital, wonderful ministry, but we did not get Dr. James Dobson that night. And that was a, that's what makes me chuckle when I think about this. But, and that actually brings us to a good place about our children and their prayer lives and what kind of an impact we as moms can have yeah. on, on them. So share with us um, how you've taught your children how to pray and what you think are really some great ways that we as mothers can teach our children to pray. I'm a very practical person. And for me, bringing Jesus into 
every scenario of our lives mm. and uh, when a kid comes home with a problem you know actually practicing biblical principles there and then and frankly a lot of times and you know with different kids you don't have all wisdom i mean you don't even sometimes know how to address different scenarios different mm -hmm. um to give to, to give godly advice mm -hmm. and so I, th I think it's fine to admit that. Like, frankly, mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure what to do in your scenario, but mm -hmm. I do know there is somebody who's one of his names is the counselor that we can actually address this issue with. And so let's pray about it. Let's let's address this to, mm -hmm. the, to God. Let's give it to him. And let's see the way that he leads us in terms of an answer. Mm -hmm. I'm a big believer in, t in use, not using, but taking God with us in every area of our journey. And if you do it on a daily basis for yourself, with your kids, just praying about mm -hmm. things, those kids learn and mm -hmm. see. What I love about it is they actually see answered prayer. Mm -hmm. Yes. They actually see how God leads them on a day-by-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. And when we experience God, not just know about him, mm -hmm. but when we experience God, it changes us from a very in a very very deep place right I, I believe that the the repetition of it too i think is so important and them seeing us pray and just leading by example and i think a huge thing too is teaching them like we don't go to god just with our struggles we go to him mm. even when we're not struggling That's we go good. to him because we get to go to him yeah. you know i remember when our 12 year old was like three we used mm. to put him up on the table at dinner in his bumbo which that probably isn't the safest thing to say but we did uh -huh. he was like you know Sat up on the table, <laughs> um, and he just, you know, we would, you know, by the time we would do that, what well, not when he was three, but up until and around three, you know, he was kind of getting a little older, and we, mm -hmm. you know, we prayed before dinner every night, and he just started to pray. Mm -hmm. We didn't ask him to; he just mm -hmm. knew that's what came next, and he started to pray. You know, he was hungry, <laughs> <laughs> but before bed, you know, I know that before bedtime prayers are big, but before bedtime always you know just before you go to bed and then i feel like the re repetition in the morning of like kind of affirming what you prayed last night we mm -hmm. have this thing in our family i've been doing for years every morning before they leave for school and it's kind of a, a repeat of what we prayed the night before is who's with you wherever you go and they answer god you know mm -hmm. and sometimes my older one will get a little you know yeah. cheeky or whatever and he'll be like jesus you know and he'll do these little like uh -huh. the, you know the king like he'll he'll be funny but it's god and what does he do for you? He protects mm. us. He keeps us safe, and he loves us. Wow. And who else loves you? You do, mommy. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? That. Like, and and they just do it. And yes. it's just it's 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 just that affirmation of like yes. God's with you. He's there with you no matter what. You okay. know, like if you are scared at school, you have that reminder. God's with me, and I can talk to him at school right. um, through anything. So um, I think the repetition and modeling by example is huge, and it doesn't have to be long and drawn out right you know it's age appropriate we right. i just saw pop up in my memories on social media yesterday my daughter when she was two at dinner praying and she said thank you for this great day and this great food you know and right. it was it was simple and that was her 
level of understanding at age two. I love it. In fact, you know, the scripture, when it teaches that we should be more like children Mm -hmm. when we're coming to him, Mm -hmm. children have a natural connection to Mm -hmm. God. Have you noticed that? Like they so much more easily just are like very matter of fact Mm -hmm. about the reality of God, the love of God, the, um, the ability to connect and to interact Mm -hmm. with him. My son, when he was about four or five, watched a lot of Sesame Street Mm -hmm. on television and Mm -hmm. he one night prayed at dinner he said lord help all of well thank you for the food he named it all you know individually and then please help all the people on sesame Mm. street find a house or an apartment to live in (laughs) he was worried about their homelessness (laughs) but for him to even know like nothing is too small or too distant from his little life to yeah. ask for it's yeah. huge for our so children good. it's huge and many times when i'm praying with my grandchildren i am reminded of why jesus encouraged us in that way because mm-hmm. it's so easy you know the two things children lose as they grow older is their curiosity mm-hmm. and their faith mm-hmm. and it ought to be just the opposite mm-hmm. we ought to increase curiosity and increase faith mm-hmm. how would you answer your child if they came to you and said i understand how to talk to god but how does god talk to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what do you say well, we have a little, um, it kind of looks like a table tent kind of that you'd see in a restaurant, like a, uh-huh. like a, I don't know how to describe it for the listener, but I'm yeah. doing my hand motions here. Right, right. Um, like a pyramid. Yes. That uh-huh. with a, with a, um, spiral at the top that okay. flips, you know, and each day. Okay. And, um, it, it's just really cool to see this now because it has every day there's a devotion on it. Okay. And sometimes things will come up and my now nine year old will say, did you read your devotion today? Like, do you mm. like maybe like they're getting this understanding by doing that at a young age every day. It's just little three yeah. Senate devotions. Yeah. Like God will speak to you through his word. I love like that. He has that. And just right. Like, Cause the listening aspect I think is really hard for them to understand uh-huh. at their age. Um, of listening. I think it's hard for adults to understand sometimes. How do we, how do we hear God? That's one of the biggest questions I get asked from moms is how do you hear God, you know? And so when they're small, just teaching them those little tidbits of, you know, God speaks to us through his word Mm -hmm. and, you know, they don't, I don't think they understand discernment and all that stuff yet. Mm -hmm. They will. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's kind of the way that we are able to do it now, um, at their age Mm -hmm. being younger is knowing like, Everything we need in life is in God's word, like yes. it's in the Bible, and we can go to it for any answer that we need. Hello. And that's right now how he can talk to us. Right. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think we don't have enough quietness in mm. our life. Mm-hmm. I think that's we're good. bombarded by media. We're bombarded, particularly now that we've got these phones that go with us everywhere right uh, we can be bombarded by the their presence um and i think and i'm i'm speaking for myself i've lost the art of sitting mm. um and and you know uh, i've had a uh friends of mine who have said you know you we you need to meditate more and so occasionally and they've said this has really given me calmness before i go to bed it helps me sleep mm-hmm. better just to meditate before i go to bed do you realize I've, so I, I decided I'd try. Mm-hmm. So I put on a one minute meditation to just mm-hmm. do before mm-hmm. I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. It was very long. I mean, <laughs> right. It felt like eternity. That one minute yeah. was felt very long, mm-hmm. wow. which then makes me realize how little 
we actually are quiet even mm. before God, but just just quiet, mm. just sit, mm. do nothing. Mm -hmm. So I think when I look at the Bible verse that says, be still mm -hmm. and know that I'm God, mm -hmm. to teach and model how to just be still, mm. how to just be still. That's good. All of us, and I'm speaking to me, right. need to learn how to just be still but for our kids i think it's very important because they are being bombarded to a world that's always there's always mm -hmm. right know, stuff right there's always things to do there's media there's games there's you yes. know and and to, even in the car now mm -hmm. right whereas in, in in our day yeah um we we just the car you was a great time to right sit be still watch out the window notice right. what's going on but also to communicate just to be together mm. now i i i see vans and they're going on and there's media in the van right. and i'm thinking oh my goodness that poor fan i mean right. that's me i feel right. like right. sorry yeah. i i show yeah. my generational age <laughs> right. here but i see right. you've lost a moment yes yes you've lost a moment by filling it with media yeah so um, true and so i think finding those moments Mm -hmm. uh, where we can just be mm -hmm. quiet together. Um, yeah. and, and obviously God wants, when we see, to notice the flower, to notice the little things, to notice mm -hmm. creation. I'm a big animal person, so I, I think I use those a lot to see creation, to see God mm -hmm. in, that it feeds something deep in me. Mm -hmm. But we don't even have to need that. I mean, you can walk around and it's noticing the trees. Mm -hmm. It's noticing that. the flower, mm -hmm. noticing what God is put around you to bless you mm. and it's everywhere mm. so good that's I think good too, like my kids are at an age of god answering prayers maybe mm -hmm. not how they would have hoped for okay you know what i mean right. so hearing from god through our prayers mm -hmm. of what that looks like and why you know mm -hmm. i mean we lose something we say let's pray and ask god to find us mm. god's gonna help us find that's it if we're good. supposed to have it you know yeah. but and you know when we do it's like god gave this to us look he mm. wanted us to have it he gave it to us but if things don't go, explain to them, like, God knows more than we do that we can't see, right. you know? And so God will speak to us through our prayers of what we can see. And, you know, mm -hmm. I know you always say God answers mm -hmm. every prayer. Right. It might not be what we think it should look like, <laughs> right. but he is answering, right? Yes. And so um, to be able to teach that, that to them, because they start, as they start getting older, well, God didn't give that to me. God didn't answer my prayer and yeah. showing them God did answer it. And we don't know why you didn't. You know, just for an example, I don't know, make this team or make this play right. or whatever, because I always look at it like it's God's protection. We don't know. Mm -hmm. We can't see, but he knows the path of your life and he's already in next year for you, you know? Mm -hmm. And so being able to explain that to them as they grow older and wondering how does God's not answering, you know, right. if we pray about it, that's God speaking us to, to us too, mm -hmm. whether he's shutting a door or opening it. Mm -hmm. you know? It's very good. Wow, those are good. Y'all are y'all have gone into some <laughs> good places. I absolutely love the the being still mm. and teaching yeah. that and us modeling some of that too. Yeah. And I love the um I wanted to add in our car when my children were teenagers, 
that's when I got the scoop on everything. Oh, I agree. Because they forget they're even talking I to agree. you because yep. they're not looking at that's you. It. And I, I would sometimes, my, I would be like, Lord, mask my face because mm -hmm. I would hear things and just know, especially if you had them in the car with their friends because then they're talking to each other and you can, you're there, mm -hmm. you can hear. Yeah. But, and I also love this whole um, beginning to lay the groundwork for how our lives really do interact with a sovereign God who's mm -hmm. always sovereign. Mm -hmm. His answers are always good, mm -hmm. even if we don't yeah. know it. Good, yeah. good and powerful yeah. things. Well, let me um, give y'all a minute to share with our listeners how they can get connected to Mom Life Community, mm -hmm. if you would, before we close. Yes. So you can um, subscribe at accessmore.com okay. um, or wherever you podcast. Okay. Um, and we will start airing um, in a few weeks here and it'll be on Mondays and Wednesdays. Or I'm sorry, right, Mondays and Thursdays. We're okay. actually doing um, a new thing this yes, particular we, season. This is yeah. our third season. Uh -huh. And this season we are actually releasing a podcast on Mondays, which will be with Heather and myself and our mm -hmm. eight girls. And then we're releasing a second podcast on the same subject matter on Thursdays, which will be a Heather uh, with about four or five mentors. Helen and a couple more. And so we're oh, actually good. having, we're having the discussion then with the younger mums talking about their real, their life as it's happening now. Uh -huh. And then we're talking with mentors about how they would address the same subject um with mm -hmm. different insights yeah. i love that yeah. yeah so it's more conversation style right really you know yeah so right but, but with a few questions from the moms as well very so. good yeah. very good that's yeah. uh wisdom will be abounding yeah. and coming <laughs> forth i love it there'll be no excuse yeah. for us at all <laughs> well would one of you love to um pray for mm -hmm. our moms that are listening mm -hmm. and grand grandmoms too mm -hmm. you guys will make good mentors and i just want to exhort our listeners too if you're listening to this podcast to really um take to heart the role that we have for each other, to encourage each other, to speak words of life and um, to take the time to be still mm. and know. And mm. if I can just encourage, I just feel like the Lord has just laid this on my heart to share. Um, Hebrews 11, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Mm. And how powerful that scripture is that God gives us when we are in the throes of motherhood and faith in trusting, do I believe who God is, well, that he will do what he says he will do? Mm -hmm. um, and knowing that, you know, like Helen, you said earlier, it's just a season and you're going to yeah. get through it, but trusting what we can't see. Um, I love that. And knowing that he's in that. I just, I just wanted to share that. I just, I just felt like that was something that just... Thank you, Heather. That That's scripture so just powerful. came to me and I wanted to share Very that. Very so. good. Let me pray. Mm -hmm. Our Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this time that we've had together. You see the mum, the one who's listening. Uh, you, I pray that your presence will be very much with her right now, that mm -hmm. you will surround her, that you will lead her, that you'll guide her, mm -hmm. that she will reach out to you for the little things of the day. Nothing is too small for you. Nothing is too big. You are the sovereign God and we just give you praise for your presence in our lives. Mm. We give you thanks for your love, for the sacrifice you made to forgive us for our sins. Yes, and we just ask that the, the one who's listening will just reach out to you in a fresh new way mm. and see your presence and know your presence and give, uh, 
give all the issues that she might have in her life to you. We just ask your blessing upon her, upon her family, and uh, we thank you for the special time that we've been able to share together. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just give ourselves afresh to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, thank Helen you, and Heather, for being with us today.